Grace and peace, you're listening to United We Pray. Taking racial struggles to the throne of grace, United We Pray is a ministry devoted to praying about racial strife, especially between Christians. We want to help Christians pray better and think better about race and racism and do so in a way that is biblical, hopeful, and helpful. You can learn more about the podcast and you can read our articles at youwepray.com. That's the letter U, W-E, pray.com. I'm one of the co-hosts, Isaac Adams. I'm here with our editor and co-host, Austin. What's good, Austin? How you doing, Isaac? I'm doing well, man. I want to ask you about um, a recent run-in you had in at a conference uh, in which United We Pray was exhibiting at a conference, uh, and you were meeting folks, you are manning the booth, then what? Well, we were there with our booth, we we got all set, man, we got a banner, it was like all official looking. Know, right? Yeah. Look at us, look at us go. It was great, and I'm having a ton of really encouraging conversations, and as that was going on, there was one guy, uh, white brother, just sort of hanging back a little bit, like wouldn't come all the way up to the booth, but was observing these conversations. And he just seemed agitated. And he waits Mm. for a a lull when there's no one else at the booth. And he comes up and he, he sort of asks what we're doing. And then he goes, why do you think you need to do this? And it was like, why, you know, why does this ministry exist? And he wasn't, um, you know, he wasn't profane. He wasn't mean. He just, it seemed like he didn't understand why we would think this was a necessary ministry. And that that disconnect just really struck me. And it, but it was interesting. You did mention he was, he seemed peeved, right? Was that the word you used? Or a- agitated? Agitated. Yeah. He, he definitely yeah. seemed annoyed. I, I don't know this brother's heart, but sure, it wasn't oh, hey, why are you doing this? It was more aggressive than that. It was, you know, yeah. why Why in the world do you think this is necessary? So what'd you say? Well, I didn't say the first couple things that jumped into my head because the Holy Spirit is real <laughs> and he changes people. Amen. I don't remember exactly what I said, um, but I, I think I just told, you know, gave him some line about, you know, we just want Christians to pray about difficult things. And if we can motivate Christians to pray more, then we've done what we intended. Um and I left it at that. I think you were wise to leave it at that, brother. Yeah. I think you were wise to leave it at that. Um, though you and I were talking, and we, we realized kind of like, one way to answer that question is like, hey, why does this ministry exist? I think a short answer is because of that question. Yeah. Right? And the, and the, and the, and the resident agitation of which it's asked with. Um, I often say this, you know, when folks are like, because I think one one of the kind of uh, the question behind the question, if you will, uh, is, is it's it's going to be, why do you talk about race so much? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Another short answer is because you talk about it so little. Maybe, perhaps I wouldn't have to talk about it as much if you talked about it more. Uh, but yeah. clearly, uh, and I th- and you know, it's not it's not fair to use an ad an adverb like clearly. I want to back it up, but I think um, uh, the present strife. Uh, a la Twitter, but not just that. I mean, histor- we're not just talking about Twitter squabbles. We're talking about issues that this country uh, was historically and, pre- and still to this day is presently shaped around and based off of. And there's a whole lot of greed and sin uh, and strife that Satan loves uh, that is embedded within these issues that we need to talk about uh, lest, we be, lest we continue to be complicit in them, uh, lest we continue 
uh, to be unaware of them and therefore doing a bad job of loving our neighbors, uh, lest we continue to succumb to them ourselves uh, and bring them within our churches and be a weak voice against them. Uh, so sorry, I'm answering my own question. But, yeah, you are. Uh, so, <laughs> but let me ask you this, because yeah. something in you just said, uh, you know, you talked about uh, the obvious state of racial discord. Do you think that is an agreed upon point? No. Do you think goodness, people no. who? Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean that. Is, I mean, I, I think I said this with the episode with the BD and. Um, season four uh that i mean if you haven't listened to that episode it's just incredible episode i think it's called hope in washington dc or something like that uh and incredible because of the things the bd said to be clear uh despite him going to nc state but um god's grace is more um no uh yeah (laughs) Um, it's not an agreed upon point. Um, and I think the main sticking point in this conversation is whether or not people think issues of race and racism were primarily solved in 1965 with the voting, with the civil rights act. If you think they were primarily resolved, it's pretty clear which camp you're going to fall into. And if you don't, it's pretty clear which camp you're going to fall into. Now, the hard part about understanding whether or not these things are have been resolved is so often people interpret this conversation through their own experience. So if I don't experience these things and well, look, there's a black president, it can't be that bad. Uh, and to that, I want to say, I want, I think we have to disrupt our own narratives and do what I talked about just mercy, uh, in the teaser, Brian Stevenson, a founder of equal justice initiative and the, the, the main uh, protagonist of the movie, in some sense, uh, he says you have to get proximate to suffering. And when we look at the disparities uh, between racial groups, and if we just frankly, uh, you frankly drive through certain neighborhoods, you'll see that with these disparities comes a whole lot of suffering. And that's not just unintentional kind of causeless suffering that's like, oh, a hurricane came through and now we're dealing with this. Uh, we're talking about things that were intentionally propped up uh, and maintained uh, because of the purposes of greed, uh, because of the purposes of selfishness. Anyway, am I answering your question? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, just to answer the first question you asked another way, why does this ministry exist? I mean, our ministry exists because racism exists. And wow, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even better answer than my, I mean, I hate giving you credit, uh, but man, that's good. Yes, yes. That is, that's the short answer. Yes. And racism exists because sin exists. I've tried, you've, you've made me be better about this than I was. I want to be gracious about this, right? Like I, on some level, I don't want to just act like, oh, these dumb, ignorant white people, right? I mean, the brother asked, he asked a question, we should give him an answer. Why does it exist? Because racism exists. I'm just going to kind of hop into an article idea you and I are talking about um, with Tom, the the brother we did who used to be a part of the KKK. And you use this phrase, decentivizing confession. And in other words, when when this conversation is so hostile, people are afraid to confess any level of racial ignorance and certainly racial sin. What what did you so do you? Back to you. Why do you talk about decentivizing confession? What did you mean? I think this is useful for us to talk about. Well, it's something I've had to work through in my own. I, I wrote an article. We just keep plugging our own articles. We are the most narcissistic people in the world. I know. We I sound know, so self-congratulatory. <laughs> well, maybe we'd write less if other people were writing more. No, but other people are writing more. But hey, here we are. And people chose to listen to this. They can turn it off anytime. But it's just... This is our friendship. You and I talk about these things. We write about them. So just go so ahead. So what I was 
thinking is I wrote an article about developing perspective to go along with zeal because I think zeal is a natural response to learning about these things. If you learn about, you know, the extent of racism and and redlining and horrible things like that, it would be perverse not to get fired up about it. Um, but then you you want to be careful that that zeal doesn't kind of sour on you and turn into something that you use to club other Christians who don't share your convictions, mm. who, you know, mm. maybe have some blind spots on this that they're that they're working through. And we need to be aware of that and operate in such a way that we encourage confession and change rather than discourage. If we, yeah, you know, shame people for, oh, you should have come to this realization 10 years ago. Where have you been? Uh, then, of course, they're not going to talk to us. Right. Of course, they're not going to... You know, they're they're going to do any of a number of other things which are not good. Yeah, I have one of my favorite quotes just that I come back to in this conversation. This is from Keith Plummer, a black professor up at uh, Calvin College. He said, we're all ignorant just in different subjects. Yes. And that there's a humility resident in that quote. Like, I don't know anything about sitting in a tree and shooting deer and then eating them. But you know all about that. Now, I have judgments about what... <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, yeah, but I'm not saying, all, like you know, but, there are things you know. I know about that you don't know about. There are things our wives know about, certainly that we don't know about. Oh, so my goodness, it's yeah. just, I mean, we just have to have some humility. I mean, we we talk about how we just need to lament the lack of charity within these conversations. Now we want to be clear: we're not saying that. I think pe- that lack of charity sometimes comes over due to a frustration. Uh, with the lack of progress, with the antagonism one can face, the apathy one can face, uh, and we don't want to just make it sound like, hey, if you were nicer, everything would be better. But at the same time, that never changes our burden and the command from our Lord uh, to be kind, tenderhearted, uh, to be seeking the good of so Do I just want to have catharsis or do I want to build this person up? Um and real quickly, I just want to plug, because we talked about this in the teaser with Just Mercy and because we've been so self-congratulatory, I do want to plug the Witnesses uh, interview with Brian Stevenson. So we had Jamar Tisby on some episode a while back. Uh, they just had a great interview with Brian Stevenson. And we think there's a famine going on in terms of uh, kind of racial understanding biblically. I'm happy if people are eating at any restaurant uh, Amen. On, on this issue. So if, the, if you're fed better at another, at another restaurant on this matter and they're giving you Bible and hope and they're being beneficial, please eat yes. there by all means. I, oh, and let me know what it is so we can retweet them. Um, so yeah, I, I really love what you said, Austin. We exist because racism exists. Can I just give a little fleshed out yeah. version of United We Pray? I mean, this this is going to sound salesy and you're going to hate it, but here we are. Um, uh, let me just begin with a question. When it comes to matters of race and racism, how's your prayer life? You asking me or are you asking this rhetorically? I've- well, I'm asking it rhetorically, but now you've ruined it. So uh, it's been said. Yeah, we can edit that out. Uh, it's been, no, keep it, Josh. Uh, Josh is our editor. It's been said, if you want a person to feel convicted, just ask them about their prayer life. Uh, to quote H.B. Charles, who we're doing a breakout with at Together for the Gospel 2020, prayer is arguably the most objective measurement of our dependence on God. The things you pray about are the things you trust God to handle. The things you neglect to pray about are the things you think you can handle on your own. 
And then friends, if it's not clear already, we can't handle race and racism on our own. No one can. So United We Pray is a ministry devoted to praying about racial strife between Christians, as I said in the beginning. We want to help folks think more better about race and racism and would do so in a way that's hopeful, helpful, and biblical. And we want the we want to be the place, Austin, where friends can point their friends, their pastors, uh, and say, Hey, come learn about race here biblically. You know, so what nine marks is to church and desiring God is to joy, united we pray wants to be on race. I think part of the reason I'm, I'm so burdened for this is because if we don't teach on this, Austin, I think we're subtly implying that Christ's lordship doesn't extend to this area. We being Christians there more broadly, not just united we pray. Yes, 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 correct. Yes, yes. Christians more broadly. I mean, the pastor who thinks this is just of the world, we don't talk about it. We're training people then to just accept the culture's tools on these topics, because right now, the culture at least has a good conviction that racism is bad, right? Two thumbs up. Like, we're thrilled for that. Yeah. But the problem is underneath, uh, I won't even use the word conviction, but just underneath that belief is a faulty ethical system and set of values. And that's why the culture will use the same tools to endorse interracial marriage, like what you and I are in with our wives. They'll use the same tools to endorse same-sex marriage. Okay, well, now we have an issue. So we can't just right. adopt those tools full sale. Right. Anyway, um, but worst of all, I think we mystify the sin of racism. And now in people's minds, it's like the unforgivable sin. And I'm like, Christ's blood is sufficient for this sin too, right? I'm just like, why Amen. are we not teaching on this as if the Bible's not sufficient? Uh, so anyway, here we are. Well, you speak about culture there and the culture acknowledging that racism is bad yeah. and people assuming that racism might be the unforgivable sin. They are so convicted that racism is bad. That's not the only cultural movement at play. Okay. Um, you know, there are other sections of the church. My goodness, we just interviewed an ex-Klansman who grew up in church. And I love what he says. He didn't say it in our interview, but he said he when he he was talking about nominal Christianity and just how you can be a you can be a full blown racist and be baptized in these kind of churches. And he said, "I went down into the water a, a lost person, and I came up out of the water a wet lost person." I love that. Anyway, yeah. I keep going. Uh, yeah, Tom is so good at that. But I mean, we've both experienced you know this to a certain extent, whether that's in the the marriages we're involved in or just life in this world. Not everyone thinks racism is bad. Yeah, that's really And not everyone sad. who calls themselves a Christian, not everyone who is a Christian thinks the same way about race and racism. So it's not just that we want to replace the world's tools for combating racism. We also want to give tools to those who don't have any. Yeah, well said. Yeah, they don't have any or they have the absolute wrong ones. I mean, they are they're holding it up and defending it. I tell this story enough that I feel like people know it, but people seem surprised to hear it. 2016, because, you know, everything edifying always happens in election years. Meg and I, my wife, who's white, so your wife is black, my wife is white, um, we're walking for 50 on a Sunday evening uh, in one of the nicest neighborhoods in the world, Capitol Hill, right? This is where educated people live, supposedly. White guy in his 30s walking past us, starts singing too many niggers, too many niggers really loudly, so I can hear it. I turn around and... He says, rape is the biggest problem in this country, and you're surprised, nigger? That's unbelievable, man. I mean, it's he he was he couldn't have been more than 30, maybe 35. And he I mean, he had the boldness to say that to my face. So imagine what he would say and do behind my back. Or online. Or online. Yo, goodness, online. So, I mean, man, we exist because that exists. And because Satan exists, and because God exists, and because God is greater than Satan. Amen. Okay, one thing you and I are trying to do, and I want our listeners to hold us to account on this, is just have shorter episodes, right? 
So I think we've had a good conversation. Let's pray about this because we don't just want horizontal conversations. Uh, let's pray about it. You can pray first. I'll close with some prayer. And I'm looking forward to more stuff coming in season five, bro. Yeah, me too. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you that we can come to you with all of life's troubles. Thank you that everything we experience is something you're in control of, that even an ugly interaction on the street can become a tool by which Christians are edified. So Lord, we pray for this ministry, or we pray for a day where it doesn't have to exist. But in the meantime, Lord, we pray that we would be faithful to um, point people to you, point people to your word, remind people that they are bearers of your image and that the people around them also bear that image and that it matters how we treat each other. It matters how we think about each other. And we pray that we would give them tools to do that well, to honor you by loving each other. We pray that we would do so in ways that are clear, in ways that um, are consistent with the, the truths that we're, we're proclaiming and preaching. Uh, and we pray that you would use it. We pray that you would encourage people and equip people um, as a result of conversations like this. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, in some senses, we do pray that you'd put us out of business. Mm-hmm. But don't put us out of business before racism goes out of business, Lord. We pray. Uh, we know that in, in, in so many ways, Father, that's not going to happen until Jesus comes back. When, when there's a new heavens and new earth. Because sin, it doesn't sleep. But Lord, we do pray it would decrease. Uh, we know that sin grieves you more than it grieves anyone. Uh, so, Father, I thank you for the people listening and praying with us right now. Father, I thank you for, we thank you uh, for the other work that is going on long before United We Pray was ever thought of, of people doing good work on race and racism in the scriptures. Uh, thank you for brothers and sisters who went before us opening their Bibles and opening their mouths. Lord, we think of the Grimkeys, the Fannie Lou Hamers. Uh, Lord, we think of our friends at The Witness. Lord, we pray that you'd only bless and increase their ministry. We think of our friends at uh, Be the Bridge, Natasha Morrison. Lord, we pray that you'd only bless and increase their ministry. Lord, we pray that everything good that they're doing, Lord, you would only increase and multiply, Lord. Father, we pray that we would have a spirit of camaraderie uh, because we are on the same team. But we do have an adversary. Uh, Christ will crush his head. It has started to do so, Lord, in, in, and at the in and through his cross and resurrection. Father, help us to live in light of that cross and the resurrection and all its implications for our lives. Help us to do this in our churches. Help us to do this in our homes in our writing, and our speaking. Lord, as our brother Tom Terrence says, this is a discipleship issue, race and racism. We want to be servants who have just done their duty and who enter in your rest hearing the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. We pray this in Jesus' name. Help us, God. Goodness, do we need your help. Amen. Amen. Friends, you can find more articles at youwepray.com, uh, and you can find more episodes coming in Season 5. Austin, anything you got for the folks? I don't. Thanks for stopping by. Amen. We'll catch you later. Oh.